0: I got advice from someone, a guy who just recently graduated. He says, train the pullout game. Responses? I know
1: exactly who said
0: that. What what do you think?
1: I mean, I have no comment, I don't know. (laughs)
0: Hi everybody welcome back to the four-year podcast this is our second episode food food um so today we're going to talk about sophomore year are you excited Molly? i
1: am i feel like you'd rather call me molly
0: first. i was about to say the wrong name and i had to really think hard about that i'm sorry maya this is maya guys i'm a, and i am Julia. okay so um for this podcast, we're going to start off by talking about relationships, because I feel like if you didn't get into a relationship going into college or if you didn't get into a relationship your freshman year, you're probably either just ending a relationship your sophomore year or starting to date. So I have a story for you, Maya. Mm. This is the first time you're going to hear it. Um, So she is a sophomore currently right now and she's in a situational ship. Yes. So this is what she wrote. So I've been... So I've been talking with this guy for a while, a little under three months. It's been going amazing and there have been no red flags so far. Schedules are hard for us since school is my main focus and sports take up most of his time, but we've been making it work. Since the school year is coming to an end, I decided to ask him if he saw the potential for a relationship in the future. We haven't established what we were, just confused. Just confused feelings and made it clear we weren't talking to other people well this conversation resulted in some time apart he said he's unsure about committing right now because of how busy his schedule is we talked many times about how we don't mind busy schedules because we make it work but he's worried that we won't be able to be what the other person needs things has been a little tense since but i know we both care about each other a lot we're still making the effort but should i wait it out and go with the flow of things or let it be if he can't commit right now
1: mm. first of all props to her for like, having that conversation and bringing it up because most people will let it go longer than three months oh, and like just sure. rest- and remain in the talking stage i mean the quote if they wanted to they would I agree with that. I'm very much into into this situation.
0: If he wanted to, he would definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: But to be fair, like, mm-hmm. if summer's gonna happen, he's really busy. She's really busy. He's in a. I think he says he's
1: in basketball. But they said they're already okay with busy schedules. So where's the issue now?
0: True.
1: I mm. don't know. I probably would made it out just slightly longer. But there needs to be like a cutoff so when should that cut off
0: be how do you know
1: you know and you know you know, and you, you, know. you know you know okay if that's you fair. the moment you start like you looking at the like the potential for a relationship starting to like decrease it's the moment you should probably start stepping away that's true you know what i mean if it still like there's potential now but to say it's at the same time you shouldn't have to try to convince him if he wanted to be in a relationship he would be like i'm all for it
0: that's true but some guys need a little bit more time you know, sometimes they're not unsure. Yeah. They have a lot of things going on, and they're not sure what they want. So they need time to figure it out too.
1: No, that's completely fair. I agree with that. So that's why I say wait it out a little bit longer. And if you see the potential of still being in a relationship continuing, then yeah, maintain it. But if you see it to start to decrease, maybe reevaluate. Mm, that's yeah.
0: good advice, actually. It's talking about good advice. We have some advice that i got from some friends mm. who either are in college right now or recent graduates nice. so the first one um he graduated two years ago his best advice is you are who you surround yourself with so surround yourself with like-minded individuals who have the same goal as you and same morals
1: solid advice solid advice solid advice i like that
0: I think that's really good for applying when it comes to dating, because you want to date someone who is Mm. very similar to you, right? Yeah. Who has the same goals and morals as you.
1: Same level of ambition, all that kind of stuff. I think it also applies to like friendships as well, like not just just dating, just like your social group in general.
0: I feel like our social group, Maya, Mm
1: -hmm. then you and
0: I become like some of the backgrounds and even our friends. We might not all agree on everything, Mm -hmm. but we have like enough in common. We have similar goals in life. We want to do well in school. Yeah. We don't really go too crazy when we party. We all...
1: But we know how to have... You know what I see it as? Like, we both know how to have a good time. And our our versions of fun kind of align.
0: Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah. So that's where... Also, like, our studying habits and stuff like that. School majors.
0: They're just kind of aligned with each other. They time. kind of just like line, Yeah. I agree. I agree. Okay. So our second advice comes from someone who graduated four years ago. His advice is don't date someone in the same class and major as you because you will be stuck with them until you graduate. What do you think?
1: Mm, yeah, I agree with the major part especially because that's when you're truly stuck with them to graduation. You don't know if you guys break up and you guys end up having like, taking the same classes the next semester, in the following, and the following, and it can get awkward. Oh, yeah. Group projects are not going to be fun. Oh
0: no, and everyone's like, going to know, especially if you're in a small school, even like large schools, if you're the same major, yeah. a lot of times you are at least familiar with everyone inside your major. Yeah, so
1: I can see that.
0: I would say the only reason why I would date someone within my major in my classes mm-hmm. is. I were like that person. Saw something really serious that could happen. Like, yeah. this would be a long-term thing, and not just like a fling.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would probably want to date someone like in a similar major, maybe not the same. Oh yeah, so at least you won't similar. have all
0: your classes the same. right? Yeah,
1: so like at least in the same college, but not the same major. Oh,
0: okay, like a business college, but one's an accountant, but the other one's marketing. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah.
1: You guys compliment each other, but you guys aren't doing the same thing.
0: And plus, if something happens, it won't it won't be too awkward. Yeah. Because not like you have all your classes together. Okay. Okay. Our next one is, she is a junior here at HPU. She says, "Trust yourself when making decisions surrounding your heart."
1: Mm. What do you think? I'm conflicted because, like, sometimes the heart and the mind they do not align. That's true. And sometimes your heart can lead you to some really Bad situations.
0: I feel like my sophomore year, I don't know if she should listen to my heart or my brain. I don't even know if I listen to either one of them <laughs> half the time. Sure. But sometimes, okay, sometimes you just need to go through it. Yeah, sometimes you're just gonna try, like, I know someone, um, actually, a lot of people, right? Mm-hmm. They get into relationships and Maybe you know it's not gonna work out mm-hmm. or maybe you know this might not be the best idea, mm-hmm. but you're gonna go on the date anyway so you're gonna stay mm-hmm. in the relationship longer because you're so hopeful that it could work out if you try hard enough mm-hmm. And I I kind of like that because then you're not just gonna give up right away once it gets hard. So. yeah that's true. I like that.
1: Yeah, that reminds me of like when I was on dating apps. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this one guy on there. I was like, oh, I swiped right. I was like, you look like you could probably break my heart. So I swiped right. Three months later, that's exactly what he did. So I was like, I should have listened. You should have listened. I should have she- listened. I knew what he knew before I even swiped. That's true. That's but true. you're right. You Sometimes you just got to go through it.
0: students pick up side hustles and create their own small businesses. Mia Blanchett has her own blog about mental wellness, sustainability, and lifestyle. Additionally, she has her own Etsy shop, Perfectly Pinay, where she creates stationery and crafts. Find her on Instagram at miablanchett. That's M-I-A-B-A-L-I-N-G-I-T to learn more. For a little bit less serious, um, I got advice from someone, a guy who just recently graduated. He says, train the pullout game. Responses? I know
1: exactly who said
0: that. What, what do you think?
1: I mean, I have no comment. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I think this person, when I was asking him, he was very... Is
1: he talking about Dating or are you talking about sex?
0: definitely sex. Okay. Okay. But I think to give him the benefit of doubt, okay, he is kinda of joking, but it is very true, like this. Is more of know what you're if you decide to have sex, be uh-huh. consensual and know what you're doing because mm-hmm. you don't want to get a girl pregnant or you yourself don't want to get pregnant yeah. or contract anything. So let's yeah.
1: take it as learn to be responsible learn when be you do I have some girlfriends, who have like said, talked about their guys pull out game, and I always get kind of like, as fast as they could have pulled out, they could have just as quickly gotten a condom.
0: That is ju- true. It's not that hard. Just do it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, so don't take the risk.
1: Don't take the risk because pulling out is not going to prevent an STD. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah.
0: So kids, if you decide to have sex, please be responsible. Mm-hmm. Let's. And sorry mom and dad but this is a really real conversation this is a real college. conversation that college students need to learn yeah. if you decide to do it please be responsible because responsible. a lot of people aren't okay the next next the next advice i got was again um he is a senior no he's a recent graduate from hpu he said it's not that serious it won't matter in five years Ooh. so i asked the person for clarification you mean mm-hmm. and particularly just dating said so no dating but in general what
1: mm. do you think it's not that serious it won't matter in five years it depends i feel like that one is everything circumstantial that's true like i think that is 100 percent applicable to high school
0: Oh yeah, for sure. But I'm not
1: sure for college because college kind of like stepping stones into adulthood. I you think know what I mean. It is a
0: stepping stone into adulthood, but I feel like if I, I failed a, I'm not gonna lie, I did fail a class.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And I thought that was gonna be the end of the world, but then I realized.
1: Oh, you mean like in a general sense? I thought you were talking about like in like relationships.
0: I in relationships or anything like mm. with failing a class. And looking back, it's like, what, a year or two ago? That had no effect on me besides losing money. Yeah. And I'm okay. I'm okay where I am right now. But I guess in a dating sense, if you get into a relationship and it ends, it's not going to be the end of the world. Because you yourself is still a full, whole person and yeah. you should be okay without the person. And you can always find someone else. Yeah. And it wasn't meant to be.
1: That is true, and then like also, especially like uh, when he says it doesn't won't matter five years from now. That's the only part I'm like, hmm, because I feel like the way that you handle situations now, that's mm-hmm. kind of like how you're gonna start handling them in the fu- in this, in the future. I guess so. You know what true. I mean? But like, so handle yourself well now, cause handle it in a way where it won't matter five years from now. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I like that really will well now, so in the future, when you look back, you don't have regrets.
1: Yeah, yeah. I do like his advice. I'm not disagreeing with his advice. I think it's solid advice. You just have to... I have to, like, digest it.
0: No, I think that's how we all should look at things. In my class, I'm taking uh, interpersonal communication mm-hmm. with Dr. Trong. I highly suggest anyone who goes to college to take a class um, about communications with each other, mm-hmm. like maybe anthrop- anthropology, um, just so you can learn about the world, or maybe philosophy or religion, just so yeah. you understand how people think and react. And I think people, people like to think they know how people work, mm-hmm. but they really don't, okay? So one of the things we're talking about is, can guys and girls be friends? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to introduce you to this theory called Attraction Cross-Sex-Friendship. Okay, so their study, they tried to see if guys and girls be friends, and this is what they found out. Young men experience more attraction to their friends compared to young women. Men overestimate attraction with their female friends men's attraction does not vary with relationship status women's does men overestimate their female friends desire to date them and male have greater desire to date their female friends than women but according to this this is uh, tends to be not as true as you get older mm-hmm. so especially like maybe when you're in college this is more true that there just tends to be more attraction and as you get older maybe in like your 50s or grandparents that will probably not be true or as true yeah as for someone younger hmm
1: i find the part where it's like women find men in relationships look us attractive yeah because that's so true because like i would like notice something like, oh he's like really attractive but and then i feel like his girlfriend come like oh never mind
0: Yeah, like it's automatically like oh yeah,
1: just like nah.
0: You block it, but I think according to this, like for men, it doesn't really affect them as much as for compared to women, which I find very interesting.
1: That is interesting because I mean, being attracted to someone and pursuing someone are two very different things. Oh, true. So I mean, you can be attracted to someone who's in a relationship as long as you're not trying to steal them. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's when you cross the boundaries. You just yeah you know where you're at you know there's nothing gonna happen and you just keep it that way
1: yeah yeah
0: but i feel like in college especially when you dorm a lot of people try to be friends with everyone mm-hmm. and then some people don't i feel like a lot of girls think like oh that guy's my friend mm-hmm. when they're like no that guy should just sleep with you
1: huh i don't have a lot of college guy friends so i've never experienced that i have one college guy friend
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he has explicitly told me that he's not attracted to me.
0: That's
1: good. So yeah, kind of hurts because he's proposed to all of my friends but me, and I brought it up to him. I was Wait, like,
0: proposed, proposed,
1: like in a joking way. Oh okay. He'll be like, like he'll ask my roommate, like, oh, you want to get married and something like, like, just to be funny. I'm like, why haven't you asked me to get married? <laughs> he's like, because you have none of the qualifications. <laughs> like, oh wow! What? I was like, ouch. Oh,
0: I'm sorry, Miles. We're so like, friends of this big day. Balls. I just. Huh? I'm sorry you didn't get fake
1: proposals. It's okay. I, don't, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I've accepted it. I don't know how to move on from there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think we talked a lot about this in my class. So mm. what we kind of like agreed on is that you can be friends with the opposite sex and that actually is actually really healthy mm-hmm. because, men help women to um, be a little bit more carefree and have a little bit more fun yeah Uh, brings a little bit more excitement in life where guys they benefit from having a female friend because they get in touch more with their feelings and they can get more emotional and more vulnerable and um, build a more emotional connection with people yeah but then i don't know do you think that's true i think
1: think so i think that could be true um I saw this TikTok the other day of this guy responding to, a, on a stitch. Okay. And the stitch was a guy pretty much saying, like, if you think guys and girls can be friends without being attracted to, to each other, you're delusional. Mm. And the guy responded saying, like, if you think not being friends with a female isn't beneficial outside of, like, sex or a relation, then you're really missing out. That
0: is true. He's
1: like, my girl female friends that give me cheat codes like how to treat girls exactly. and like how to be more in touch with my own feelings I don't feel as judged as much he's like "They're girls are more vocally nicer less yeah. abusive to men so <laughs> no, that's fair um I was like yeah there's a lot of benefits to being friends with the opposite sex for sure oh yeah yeah I agree
0: I grew up with a lot of guys so I'm really comfortable being friends with the guys but still all my friends, close friends, are girls and I think it really helps when I have guy friends and girlfriends because then they give different perspectives to things and I feel like it makes my life a little bit better
1: because
0: mm. I know like I go with my girlfriends if I like if I'm really mad at someone yeah. and I need validation, I'll go to them. But for my guy friends, they're not going to just validate me. They would call me out. Yeah. They'd be like, hey, Julia, you messed up this time. Ooh. And, but, they're all, but they would be like, this is how we fix it, though. Oh. But my girlfriends, they would be all like, yeah, you're in the right. And you know what? Mm. Um, they, they would just really hype me up. And then they would be like, "Hey, let's go celebrate and have fun, yeah. you know? So I think it's good to have both and it's healthy yeah. to have both. But I think there's clear boundaries have to set up. Yeah. So I think once like there's some kind of attraction there or maybe you talk about too much touchy feeling stuff with each other without like maybe someone else there. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's when you can that's when it happens where people that's when people think like that's you you can't just be friends. Because they cost you boundaries.
1: Yeah, it might be how you also approach it too. Oh, for if sure. If you like, approach a guy or a girl of the opposite sex and be like trying to hit on them, and then you guys end up being just friends, you're kind of like, but they're still like a little bit there. You know what I mean? Like, my shot is still kind of there.
0: But it's not. I think guys need to realize. Yeah. Once you're friend zoned, you're friend Once zone. you're
1: friend zone, it's so hard to get out of the friend zone. Yeah. Yeah. I was recently friend zoned. just a quick little break for you. Did you know our podcast is available on Spotify and Apple Music and Google Podcasts and Audible and a ton of other streaming platforms? Make sure to check out our link on our Instagram bio, four years underscore podcast to figure out where you can listen to our podcast. Also, make sure to hit that notification button so you can get updated when our episodes are live. We wouldn't want you to miss an episode.
0: Mm, you want to talk about that, Molly? No. I mean... <gasps> did you just call me Molly? You, oh, my God. I'm sorry, Maya. You've been like three years. <laughs> I've been calling people with <laughs> the wrong
1: name. That's the first time I've, I've ever heard you call me Molly. I
0: know. I love
1: that. It's a compliment. I, I don't but hate it.
0: Molly is amazing, though. Mm. You're amazing, too, Maya. <laughs> 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 but since I did break up Molly... Molly is such a good friend. Shout out to her. She um, wrote me a list of things I have to do every day Mm -hmm. to make sure I graduate this semester. Yes, it includes emailing people back. It includes getting assignments done. Mm -hmm. Things that's late four weeks ago, and things that needs to get done now. So, shout out to her. I will not be graduating without her.
1: Good job, Molly.
0: Maya, I don't think you can get out of this story, what story do you have to share with us that you recently got friend zoned?
1: Okay, so I started talking to this guy I met on a dating app, mm-hmm. he's really nice and we get along great and the first time he hung out, kind of like almost immediately he kind of like dropped the f-bomb like friend oh. and I was like oh okay, he kind of did it so subtly to the point where I was just like I'm not mad about it we mm-hmm. actually are pretty good friends, so um, I could. I'm excited because like this will probably be my first like genuine guy friend of my age. I so mean, I think it's cool. From what I've heard
0: about it outside of this, mm-hmm. he sounds like a genuinely like a good guy. Yeah, he sounds like he's not just trying to get into your pants. He really just seems wants to be friends. Yeah. Whether that's good or bad for it's you, it's refreshing
1: for sure. Because mm-hmm. being on those apps is kind of like everyone's looking for the same thing and it's like he's just looking for a friend which is fine I don't hate it I could have been friendzoned worse ways so that's true yeah mm-hmm.
0: I have friend zoned a couple people um, in my college years because I thought we were just friends hmm and me I think it's my super friendly personality but I also think I could have done better setting boundaries. Mm. And so I had to awkwardly friend zone people. And I did not do it the
1: nice way. How do you way. friend zone people?
0: Oh, I felt really bad. Um, <laughs> one of them... Actually, one of them I kind of just end up ghosting. Which, I feel really bad. I'm sorry. If that is you, I'm so sorry. And another time... And usually it's just kind of like I don't ghost you but I just avoid
1: do you not like say I'm so glad we're friends like you don't like verbally friend zone them
0: I do that now because I'm in relationships I'm more aware of it Mm -hmm. like I bring that I am in a relationship and I verbally say it but back then my freshman sophomore year I didn't know how to do that and I didn't realize that all these guys think they didn't know I was friend zoning them and Yay. I had no interest. I was just generally just being really nice and just talking to them mm-hmm. as a friend. Yeah. But they weren't taking it that way and I definitely could have set boundaries a little bit better mm-hmm. where they wouldn't have to question it cuz I definitely probably did send them mixed signals, I don't really know. Yeah. Freshman sophomore Julia was just having fun and not even like crazy fun just being friendly to everyone and I definitely could have been better about it. But
1: yeah, I mean, learning, growing, and growing. now you know.
0: Yeah, learning to tell people it's nice to be friends, huh? Yeah. Just casually in a conversation, yeah. it's probably good to have with the opposite sex.
1: He said I was a cool friend.
0: I should have done that to those guys. I should have said, "You guys are such great friends. and am glad yeah. we're friends." But no, <laughs> <laughs> I get kind of avoided that conversation when it was brought up, and it was brought up.
1: Yeah. I'm sorry. That's fair. To those people.
0: Okay, so sophomore year, we start to like build friendships, Mm -hmm. right? And we also lose friendships, you know what I mean? And lots of times, it's not even like a...
1: It's nothing dramatic, it just happens. It just
0: happens. It's like, you realize, oh, we're not actually like close friends, and that's Mm -hmm. fine. Or schedules don't
1: match up. and Yeah, you just kind of, like, grow apart. I mean, what they say about freshman year is, like, all your friends, you're not going to remain friends with all your freshman friends. That's true. Like, it's kind of rare to be buddy-buddy with your freshman friend to senior year. Like, you and Molly are anomaly. Like oh, yeah. The fact but that the you guys only, made it this far.
0: <laughs> only reason why we made it this far was because we're in the same major. Mm-hmm. We... She ended up picking up a different, she ended up picking up another major, and I ended up doing something a little bit different, but for the most part, we are still communication majors, so we had classes together up to our senior year, which kept us pretty close.
1: Yeah, but then, like, I think, like, orientation group is very misleading, because those are your first, like, friend group when you come into college. It's a
0: forced friend group.
1: It's a forced friend group, but it's still your first friend group. And then that kind of immediately starts to fall apart and you guys end up hanging out the first semester and then the second semester and then sophomore year, you're kind of just like, oh, what happened? You know what I mean? True. So, I mean, and, but so it, it just happens. You're on different majors. People change majors. People's don't come back. People don't come back over the summer.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've known a lot of people like freshman year and either at the end of freshman year they said like they're homesick they Mm -hmm. don't like where they're going they don't like the school they don't like the city they're in yeah and they go home or they say they can't afford it and that's okay and that freshman sophomore year that happened a lot Mm -hmm. junior senior you don't see it as much but still happens i
1: think for my sophomore year my sophomore year was in the thick of the pandemic Mm -hmm. so naturally a lot of people decided to stay back on the mainland or back in um, europe so Like, my freshman roommate, Mm -hmm. she's from Sweden. And we're still, like, on good terms and everything. Nothing, like, happened, but we kind of, like, we don't talk as much anymore. But, like, every now and then like, happy birthday, or I miss you, how's it going, stuff like that. Um, But, like, we're not, like, super close BFFs, you know what I mean?
0: And I think you kind of have to learn to be like that, Mm -hmm. realizing there is no beef.
1: Yeah, And learning that, like, you just go apart,
0: and that's okay, and I think social media is a great tool to stay connected with people you want to still have some relationship with, Mm -hmm. but maybe you just don't have time, or you physically can't be together right now, and that's okay. Yeah,
1: especially in a completely different major as you, like...
0: It's hard to find time. Yeah. It really is, because I feel like as communication majors, we have a lot of free time compared to, like, STEM majors. (laughs) True. Um... Because, like, if you're, like, in nursing, you have clinicals, you have all these classes, mm-hmm. you have to study really intensely. Yeah. Not saying that our major is not hard at all, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a different kind of studying. Yeah. And we have a lot of more extra time to do fun stuff.
1: We do. For sure. Especially if you get along with your fellow comm majors. It's a great time.
0: It's a great time. Like, yeah. I recommend if you... Enjoy doing projects. If you enjoy doing writing, public speaking, mm-hmm. planning events, um, communication is really great because you can do a lot with your field, and yeah. it's you can have fun with it. It's not a super serious cl- class mm-hmm. classes compared to like STEM classes, yeah, which I really enjoy. But
1: what your friend said um, earlier today about like choosing calm because you don't really know what to what you wanted to do, I think communication and math communication is a good starter place, at least. It helps you figure out what you want to do, at That's least. That's true. So, like, if you don't pick a major, just pick Calm. It'll help you figure it out. Like,
0: Especially if you don't like math or science, mm-hmm. communication is a great way to start. And a lot of people start with communication they realize they want to go graphic design mm-hmm. or they want to do
1: multimedia. I've seen people move into psychology from communication. Oh, yeah. yeah. Some
0: people, they went to business or they went to HR. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got, like, they didn't want communication as a major, but they kept it as a minor. Yeah. And they did something else. So it's a great start if you're
1: not sure what to do. Calm got me into criminal justice. Really? I had no yeah. idea. Which is a weird correlation, but it, it got me there. I had an assignment, essentially, that was like, I got to pick something controversial. Mm-hmm. And I chose, I think, domestic and international terrorism. And I was like, this is actually really interesting. So I decided to pick up a completely second major. <laughs> Do I regret it? No. But I should have thought a little bit more about it before I made the decision. Yeah,
0: I think in college, you change your major. Was it at least five times or about five times? Yeah, that's
1: what I heard. Like the average and switching around five times.
0: That is great. I think I've done it. I thought I was going to be like um, going to marketing, but I couldn't pass my statistics class. Like, I. It was the middle of the pandemic it was all online Mm -hmm. i'm really bad at math and i should have just dropped out but i thought i could like keep going and somehow just pass with the c but i could not so i ended up like taking it off and i tried to get like a mass communication yeah but then i think i was doing it too late because i was already a junior so that was too hard And the year I went into communications, went into HPU, mass communication was not a minor yet. So if I wanted as a minor, then I would have to take degree plan, which means I wouldn't be able to graduate on time. So Mm -hmm. basically, I took all the classes for mass communication, but I will not double major or have a minor in it because
1: that's fair my schedule worked out. you're practically a mass comm major anyway right now
0: i'm practically i took both classes all of them yeah
1: so. all of my mass comm majors i'm pretty sure you were in them oh, except yeah. for like one but that was it
0: for sure yeah and for those who don't know what mass communication is i'm also not sure what that is but you know what, you want to explain what mass communication
1: is? the way is? that i like to explain it is like it honestly sometimes feels like just like social studies of mass audiences
0: and That's that makes a good way sense, to yeah.
1: Because um, so like, if you think about it, we do mostly like campaigns, ads, and how to appeal to certain people, how to be persuasive in certain crowds. Like, uh, the statistic mass com class explains our major perfectly. Because all we're doing is we're analyzing the audience that we want to target, and we're just trying to figure out the best way to appeal to them, whether we're selling them something or just trying to keep them buying something, something Mm -hmm. like that, yeah.
0: I think for like if we're trying to figure out what jobs to get with it, it it'll probably be like advertising. You can still do a lot of marketing jobs. Mm -hmm. You can do PR. Yeah. You You can get into journalism if you wanted to. It would also be a good pairing for a lot of other jobs like if you want to go into business, Mm -hmm. it's good for that too but i think the difference between that and in communications communication you learn a lot about communication theories yeah and how communication works in between people and cultures and different countries and different settings
1: yeah and it's more interpersonal i feel like right
0: i would agree and then you focus a lot about like writing and public speaking Mm -hmm. so you I think I definitely wrote a lot more in my communication class and did a lot of public speaking in my communication class compared to my mass communication classes where I did a lot of projects yeah. based
1: stuff. 100 percent. My, all my con classes were all about like persuasion so like to mix them with communication like it definitely correlates for sure and we're practically studying the same thing It's pretty much how to be convincing whether you're trying to convince a person or an entire audience. Yeah, I think maybe a good way to explain it is like it's a crossover between journalism and marketing.
0: That's true. Yeah, and I think it probably correlates a lot more if you wanted to go to PR too. Mm-hmm. That would be a really good to take a lot of classes in.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, that was our pitch for why you should become a comp major. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean HPU. If you're thinking about picking communication. HPU does a really good job because you not only just learn about the theories, but you do a lot of Mm project-based of stuff you can put in your portfolio and show. Because if you want to get an internship, then you have to show them some work that you're doing and you're learning. And if you want a job, you have to have some kind of experience. So, yeah, HPU does a really good job.
1: You can't graduate without an internship, which is nice, because you are forced to get the experience.
0: Exactly. And you can't get a job without
1: experience anyway.
0: So... HBU does a good job of preparing us. For sure. We're definitely
1: dying right now, but I hope it's... It's worth it. It's worth it. I've been told it's going to be worth it. I was supposed to be (laughs) be worth it. When I graduate,
0: I will tell you guys if it's worth it or not. Okay, okay. Stay tuned, stay tuned. (laughs) One more
1: month, I'll let you guys know. Nice. All right, well, that was our second episode of the sophomore year. Thank you, Julia, for the enlightening relationship conversations (laughs) in college. I'm Maya. And I'm Julia. And we'll see you next year for our junior year podcast. Bye. Bye.